Welcome back, everyone. I'm really feeling good. I love the comments. I love the direct emails and text messages that you've been sending me. And I feel that I'm on a new track, a new level in my journey. That being said, I will do these every day. And I have to apologize for being so late with this one because I usually do it the night before and put it up for the next morning. But I had such a delicious sleep and rest, I was not getting up. And this is a good thing because what I've noticed with many creators, they get pretty much after a while. It's a compulsion. It's an addiction. It's like it kind of rules their life. And if you're not really into it like this, then you wouldn't understand. But I really can say that I've never had that uh, feeling of being chained to this because I have options like YouTube or TikTok or Instagram. And you have to do that. You have to. I never had that sense of urgency, even though I've done so much. People thought that I had that. They would tell me, they said, man, you know, you got to slow down. This is not the whole only thing in the whole world. I'm like, what are they talking about? I do this effortlessly. I have stories. I like to talk, I like to share. But because of this particular time period where I'm working on other things, it may have slowed down to one or two things a day. And some people might do one once a week or every couple of days. And once this period is over, like I said, it'll be like several things daily because that's the way I flow. That's a gift of mine. I can't help it if I'm gifted that way. And I don't I don't say that in a cocky way. I'm sincerely saying that. And if you don't understand me at this point in my journey, then you never knew me. And I'm not going to try to convince you to know me. Right. So that being said, I feel free. I really feel free with what has been accumulated over the years. I feel free. I'm not peeping at anybody. I'm not trying to compete with anybody. I'm not trying to. A day can go by or two where nothing's done and it doesn't bother me. It's, it's such a wonderful full life. It's like I've pierced through to another existence. But I like doing this. And that's the only reason why I continue, because I like doing it. I'm not anybody's savior. I don't have any information more than anybody else, but I share what I know. And it's a pleasure. And it, it's almost like you work hard all your life and you retire. And you see that you're not required to get up and punch the clock. But you'll be covered. And it will only get better. You see, so... When you get to that point, that breakthrough point in life, you have to have something to do. You have to have something to occupy your mind, something to do, because you have to realize how gifted you may be in particular, because you see, most people want to see themselves as bestsellers, bestseller books, you know, the New York Times, number one bestseller, you know, but the fact of the matter is, we're not all destined to be bestsellers. Out of all the books, countless books written in history, only a handful in comparison can be bestsellers. Some are good, some are cult favorites, but very few can be bestsellers. And so you have to know that when you are a bestseller, meaning that you are gifted and you are chosen, you have to operate differently than others around you. And some will try to be you and can't because they're not chosen, because they're not gifted. And that's just a fact of the matter. See, when you have these gifts and the ability to create, you got to understand not everyone has this gift. They are part of this world. So they can get a job and earn their way because they have no gifts. When you have a gift and ability to create, it helps others because this system is set up not to help anyone. But most don't realize it. Most are sold on the idea that if I keep toiling away and I keep toiling away, I am going to be super successful if I save my money. I'm going to be a multimillionaire. But most don't realize that at their rate of pay, even if you saved your whole paycheck and didn't have to spend it, you're not going to be a billionaire. 
But the system has us fooled into thinking that. So now we have social media and we have people who feel if I keep plugging away, the world is going to see the wisdom I have and they're going to see this thing that I have and I'm going to be so famous. It's it's a pyramid scheme, y'all. Let it go. Enjoy your life. Enjoy your life. Like I tell people, I'm not wishing my life away or counting it away, but in 20 years, I'm going to be 80 years old. When does it stop? I might be 90 years old and do this. It may not be where it dominates my life. But you have to think about where you're pouring your energy into. And is this something that's useful? Or is it a narcissistic attention grab? Right? It could be that. Because we have so many who are online and that's all they're doing is looking to get hits. That's all they're doing. They do this, look at me, look at me, give me attention. I want to I be just like this other person. I want to have a natural personality. I want to be relaxed on camera. I want people to adore me. But we're all not best sellers. We're all not going to make the New York Times bestseller list. But that doesn't mean that you shouldn't write your book. But do it for the right reasons. Some people will purchase your book. It might be a million. It might be 500,000. It might be 50,000. It might be only 50 people who buy your book. But if you have the right intentions in writing that book, that what you share helps someone, empowers someone, and only 15 people purchased the book and their lives were changed what a joy that should be but most that's not good enough because their motivations in writing their book is not proper nor is it realistic but they have to find that out after years on top of years on top of years and I think it's like really sad because the system it's not going to help you It's set up, like I said, like a pyramid scheme to have you toiling over and over and over again. And a little bit you get intoxicates you to push more into the system that really is artificial. It's not really real. It's designed to suck your life force. And you give it to them so readily. You toil on a job and physically work or give them your cerebral force. And they give you a couple of pieces of paper that they can play with as far as how much value that piece of paper has. When it crashes, there's no value and you can't get your life force back. Whatever we do, I've learned that we need to do it in an organic fashion, coming straight from our soul. See, you can't drive on a multi-lane highway at the speed limit, looking at the cars next to you, you'll crash. So when I operate, I'm not paying anybody any mind. Because what is in their soul to manifest for the world to be of good use, that's their mission. I have my mission. This is why, for those that hope beyond hope, see, he's going to stop. He doesn't have any more ideas. Well, how about this? Let's abandon him. Let's leave him alone. Hey, thanks for the favor. I can go deeper into myself. That's what I want right now at this point in my life. I don't need a huge entourage. I don't want a huge entourage. I can't and I just don't have the energy to deal with those egos and energies and people who want to do power grabs want to use you for what you know and you know even in social media when you get to know how to you know work your way around with algorithms and different things guess what next month it can change and it's a whole new ball game a whole new playing field the goalposts have been moved so what you're going to do you got to really love 
what you do in many alternative ways for you to keep this up, that passion. Because I, I, people have come to me, Lance, I've been doing everything you told me, but it just doesn't seem to pop off. And some of us can get it at the luck of the draw and blow up in one video and everything is just so when I write, I'm enjoying it. It might be 50 people who see the article. When I draw, that always goes a whole lot better. And I haven't done that. I'm working on several things now, but I'm doing it at my own pace. I don't have to kill myself. You know why? Because I know, and I say this very sincere, and some will get mad, but I know that I'm a bestseller. I know that I'm a creator. I know that I've been gifted so I don't have to uh, attach my name to somebody else's name and, and tag it in Google. Although it, it, it's crazy stuff that goes on out here. For what? Because many people want the attention that they never had when they were younger. Many people want attention to prove to the world that they are someone. But deep down, in the midnight hour, they are very insecure as an individual. There's so much insecurity in this world, and I can see right through it. And those are the people that I usually have problems with in this life. Because I know I'm confident. I don't have to beat my chest with it. I don't have to run around and say that. You can see it through the consistency and what flows through me, that I am confident as a creator, that I will always have that as long as I submit to righteous laws and move in a way that's appreciative of the source of those gifts that I have. You can't bring in ego. You can't bring in cockiness. You can't bring in a condescending attitude because you see when people come at you condescending, they basically, they're, they're little boys and little girls. And they want to come at you to smash you because they feel smashed. Their mommy or daddy didn't give them enough hugs. They didn't get any validation when they were younger. Now, there's some people who are gifts to the world that didn't get that. And they're learning through healing to manifest the self that should have been before they were interfered with. But some people are just made to just live their life. And again, that's not a put down because it's a pyramid scheme in the artificial system. But if you come into the natural system and rid yourself of all of that gook that comes with this engineered world, you'd have a shot. But just like the monkey who grabbed the rice in that little cutout hole, little fiberglass hole, and he squeezed his hand down, reached it in and grabbed the rice. But in grabbing the rice, he made a fist that was bigger than the hole. And he tried to pull, 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 pull. And if you realize if you turn your hand upward and squeeze in your hand, you can get a little bit of rice. But the greed makes you grab for the whole thing. And we spend too much time doing that. So right now, I'm happily coasting and creating. No stress. No entourage, and I'm enjoying it. This brings me back to the early days of me creating when I would draw a picture. And if it took a week and a half or two weeks, three weeks or five days, no pressure. Enjoy. Because what I've learned is that the older that I get on the chronological level is the faster time goes. So we find ourselves with these pursuits of foolish endeavors as we get older to make up for what happened earlier in our lives. And it just doesn't work. And we find ourselves out of here. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you see it. It's like, why run that down? And you're out of here so quick. And maybe only 15 people will read that book of you. Maybe a million might do it. But if you don't feel good as a person and feel that balance as a person and that confidence that can't be manufactured, or you can act that way. You can beat your chest in public and act as though you're confident. Yeah. But deep down, you know that you don't have what it takes to deal with the best sellers of this world. So that being said, if you have gifts, work it. If you don't, you can still work at something. 
that will bring some value to your life. Because many of us are so delusional and we're led astray in the social media world where the projections of reality, the false projections of reality, we take it as reality. And we see other people with the false projections of reality, the false projections of them having this great wisdom. And they sit back like a fisherman with bait on the hook, waiting to see who's going to bite, waiting to see who's going to bite that false projection of what you put out to the world. So your weak ego, your weak, frail self can feel good as you reel in the people who, who tell you that you're great. And then other people, when they see all these people around you who don't really know you, bowing down to you, they'll accumulate. But then again, after a while, when they ask you, where are you going with this? What's the direction of this? Now that you have these followers, you can't produce. You can't manifest. You can't back up the grand words that you put out to bait them to come to you. So now you want to hide. See, this is how it works. You want to hide and maybe move somewhere else. It's just like the young lady. I'm not picking on young ladies because they're guys who are whores too. But the promiscuous young lady who raised hell in one state had a reputation for certain things and ran off to another state where nobody knew her to start off as the sweet, shy virgin that she never was. You see, in order to fool people, I'm not into any of that. That's why I bring it to you all the time, bold, raw, and uncut. I don't care who doesn't like it, who likes it. It's nice if you do, but I have to express myself, and I'm going to use my gifts to express myself in a way that's most effective, but I'm really enjoying it at the same time. That perfect balance where there's enjoyment, there's the passion for it, and the focus for it, but I'm not expecting much from it. So I kind of took my foot off the gas pedal a little bit to be able to look around and enjoy the scenery. And if anybody feels they're in competition with me, well, you got 22 years of daily work to catch up on. So take your age, whatever it may be, and say to yourself for the next 22 years, I have to do this every day for hours and hours and hours. And then 22 years from now, I'll be where Lance is today at this particular point, right? But by then I would have done more stuff and there's more stuff to catch up on. So we're kind of like, you know, this is not a competition, y'all. It shouldn't be. Anything that you should do should not be that. You got to check yourself and what your motivations are when you start something out. You know, is this something deep from your soul? If it's not, you're wasting your time. You're really, really wasting your time and you'll find other people and I want to talk about this also kind of in the same topic but bloodlines blood this is something that I recently learned and realized in conversations with some deeply deeply spiritual chosen ones that are now guiding me and I have to say they know who they are when they're hearing this I am so thankful to you to be in my life, to reflect back the things that I needed to see. And I respect the fact that you've taken a whole lifetime to study the deeper spiritual aspects of our existence, to so easily tune me up, to so easily point me in the right direction. Not that I was wayward and off, but We all can get tightened up. Your car can run good, but when you do that tune-up, it feels like a brand new car now, doesn't it? And you didn't really notice how off it was. Well, these conversations tune me up on a daily basis. And I have to thank the creator for this. Nothing before it's time. And it's made me to realize, and I'll say it this way, whether it's uh, your immediate blood family, whether it's your immediate in-law family, (laughs) Whether it's a circle of friends where some may not be friends, it could be people abroad all over the world, because with me, I have this platform that people all over the world listen to. It could be any one of those things, but those people 
come from a bloodline. We all have a bloodline, don't we? And I've learned that bloodlines, people, groups of people, it could be co-workers. That's a family, right? So we'll say family because of the different categories, the different umbrellas that they stand up under, right? But these families can collectively work against you because they despise you. They despise your energy. They despise what you have. And I don't mean just material possessions, but you who you are made in such a unique way, how you relate to people, how people relate to you, how you can charm them righteously without charming them to hustle them or finesse them, but just the light conversations that you have with people in passing and they like you sincerely. There are bloodlines of people who don't, not, who don't have those abilities or whatever abilities you have. There are bloodlines of people that collectively work against you as much as they can. And even when I've, I found this out, I, I really observed this. It was brought to my attention that even when these bloodlines, which, which manifest as individuals, right? It manifests as individuals collectively or, or, or on a singular level that even when they have disputes with each other, even when they're at odds with each other, since they are in the same bloodline, they have the same mission to bring you down. They have the same mission to get into your inner sanctum mentally, physically, and destroy what it is that you're building and have been building and usually have been building before you knew who they were. <laughs> you didn't know them at one time. And they came into your life through one person. And because that one person, whether it's a co-worker, a fellow church member, an in-law, or a person who brings you in-laws, or even in your own family, your own family can become incestuous to eat on you because you are the oddball. You are always the one that was different. You are always the one that was special. And they knew that and they couldn't stand it in their midst. So collectively, sometimes and oftentimes with a smile on their face, they're not looking at you evil all the time. They're not looking to punch you and stab you. And no, They'll even come to your aid when you need sometimes, right? This is how they mask themselves, these bloodlines. Because their mission is a lifetime mission to see you completely destroyed, completely broken, spirit broken. You can even have the one who lays in the bed with you against you, hating you, connected to their bloodline who you know other individuals now because of your connection to your spouse or your boyfriend or girlfriend. You've let in a whole huge amount of entities who have the same blood running through their spiritual veins that have spotted you and want to feed off of you. They'll even not like you. But see what you do. And want to connect their other bloodline members. In that category. Family or in-laws or co-workers or neighbors or etc. etc. But they'll want to bring in other members of their bloodline. To feast on you. Meaning that if you have an automobile shop where you do repairs, here they come after a while wanting little favors, free hookups. Here they come after a while wanting you to teach them what you do that they don't know to do and had no prior desire to do. They want to leech everything out of you. And once you set them up in their own shops and make sure it runs successfully. And you give them the formula to run successful. Now they all collectively want to turn around and destroy you. And that spouse 
who was the one who first introduced them to you and you to them, you realize that she's using you too. Because they're trying to pack in and get the benefit of you because of your connection to him or her before your ultimate demise. And while they stand on your shoulders, standing there successful in the category that you brought into their lives, they'll look at you like a failure, laugh at you and move on and leave you dirty, dead and in the mud and write you off for dead. Trust me. And when you can see these things ahead of time. Because when you've been using the creator's gifts that he's given you in abundance, you have a covering. But you can also be blinded by the bloodline that wants to destroy you if you get so caught up into the physical manifestations and the sweet words they say. So this is why every now and again, I couldn't even tell you like how frequent. It could be once a year. It could be one week out of the month. It could be once every two years, twice a year, once every season. It sounds pretty good. To cleanse yourself, to move independently, to make sure that your thoughts are your thoughts and your thoughts only, to make sure that you're not having anyone whisper into you their thoughts so you think it's something that you thought up and you're going after, but they're riding your back because they're doing, you're doing the heavy lifting for them. And once you begin to reject the various members of the bloodline, and remember, you can have two different bloodlines that run concurrently, that had the same similar traumas in their life. And it's an unspoken word. They can say, no, 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 we never talked about that. We, but it's a kindred spirit kind of feel where you know what you know what you know. It's like when you're attracted to somebody in a crowd and you lock eyes and you both know exactly what you're thinking and you both stop. It's natural, right? But it's also natural in a way that is not conducive to anything positive because a lot of these people are just damn demons. Kindred spirits make sure to connect even when it's nonverbal and now you walk toward each other and the crowd is unaware that you made this connection. You don't know what it is all the way, but you have to meet this person. And you don't know why. And you say hello and they say hello and they say, what's on your mind? It's like I locked eyes with you and I just had to know you and you get to know each other and you realize, wow, there was a real reason for us connecting. And it doesn't mean it's always good. You all might end up in the bedroom an hour later doing things to each other that you've never done before with anybody else it could be where it's on a high spiritual level where you're talking and you're just kindred spirits whatever you are you will attract you see and that's how that works and so this is why for me I want to get into these natural laws the natural laws not just the natural law All rain comes down and waters the soil and a, a seed grows and springs up and becomes a plant a tree bearing fruits and the cycle continues no not just that but these spiritual laws that the spiritual eye can see a spiritual person can absorb on a higher level because okay everybody's spiritual number one everybody everybody but what frequency are you operating on see I heard someone some idiot they are not spiritual <laughs> everybody's spiritual but what frequency are you operating on every radio has a frequency or multiple frequencies but what frequency are you listening to what frequency are you on animals are spiritual Evil people are spiritual. Good people are spiritual. Everybody's spiritual. But what frequency are you operating on? What kind of energy do you have? And recently also in conversation, I realized people say, are you vibrating higher or are you a lower vibrating individual? Yeah. Some of us don't know. We don't know. What's behind the mask of these individuals who try to put up a front in front of us and deceive us. But I'll tell you one thing. It's not just high and low. 
Some people have bad energy. Bad energy. They can act nice. They can talk nice. They can say nice things to fool you and deceive you. Oftentimes they deceive themselves, right? But those who have bad energy, oh, you want to avoid them like the plague. You don't want to talk to them. You don't want to lock eyes with them. You don't want to acknowledge them. They're just as good as dead because any way that they touch your life, it may not be evident right away, but the poison will be spread. The poison will be spread. And that's the real pandemic. People possessing bad energy. And it will keep you stagnant in a certain place in life where you can't make any progress because you have this bad energy that you adopted into your inner circle. And the vibration that they give off, they may say good words, but they're, they're, they're getting you dirty. They're, they're turning you, they're reducing you. And you don't understand why, because these people say such beautiful things. They know some spiritual laws. They know some spiritual practices that are powerful, but they know them, but they, they, they cannot connect with them. They cannot manifest. Look at their lives. Look at their lives. Look at their lives. They go nowhere. They get nowhere. They're not working toward anything. But you swear they're so nice and so good. But their energy is bad. Bad energy only begets bad energy. Now, if you're vibrating lower, lower, it's relative. Maybe you might have a chance to change your wicked ways and get better to the point where you're vibrating higher. It may not be highest, but you can improve. But bad energy people ain't nothing going to change. And stop speaking positively to entities that are not going anywhere they are sold out their bloodline is forever they ain't gonna break that thing they don't want to break that thing they like where they are they have great company as far as they're concerned while they bicker with the other bloodline members but you you cannot vibrate as high as you are you cannot have the gifts that you have because it, it, it drives them crazy. They have to watch you from behind the bushes. They have to watch you from up in the tree. Even if they sit up in their car and lock the door behind tinted windows, they will sit there to watch you and monitor you to see what you're doing next because they know they have no life whatsoever. They have no impetus to try to vibrate lower, which is a lot better than vibrating bad. So now they're your dedicated enemy and they're so caught up. They want to calculate where you're going so they can be there to destroy you. But if you have so many different types of lanes that you can travel in, so many different types of roads that can get you to that same destination, they don't know where to post themselves up. They hate the obsession because they know they're caught up and they're even a bit embarrassed about it. Grown men and women who are stagnant in their bad energy because of the bloodlines that they come from. You cannot work with these people. They will pull you down. That is their purpose. Even if they think they're not going to do that, they're going to do that to you. I'm sorry if I insult anybody by the way I treat them because they know their bad energy and I know your bad energy too. So be it. I'm not going to waste this next couple of decades, whatever time I'm blessed with in this world to deal with them. If you are married to one, you must divorce them. Because they don't love you. They're only operating according to the dictates of their bloodline. Because your positive energy, you have to understand. Your stick your gifts, that's food for them. That gives them a purpose. Bad bloodlines need the positive energy to have a purpose in their life. This is why, why when you're young and you have a father or a mother that speaks bad into your life, speaks negativity into your life, tries to make it seem and appear as though you're no good. 
That's part of that bloodline. But you can break that even if you are related to these people. See, because when you're the special one, you're not tied down to that bloodline. It would be frustrating to try to stay with them. You must divorce them. You must get away from them. The best thing to do is cut your ties because in cutting your ties with that one who touches you the wrong way in your spirit, it automatically brings gifts in a, in a ascended status in this universe. And you're doing yourself a disservice thinking you're doing something good. I'm going to work with this person. I'm going to encourage this person. I'm going to help this person. Don't you ever notice that when these people of these bloodlines get next to you and they say they want to work on a project with you, something that you have mastered and you're helping them out, they never really move forward with it. They do a little something here. They do a little something three months from now. And you wait a second. They've been around me for years and never really manifested nothing. They only do that to keep their foot in the door of your world. That they can have it in. So they'll take turns. Okay, you hold the door now, they'll get the next one. Well, come hold the door for me. I'm going to go to the bathroom and come back. And, and, and they want to have access to your world. Keep these people from any access to your world. I don't care if you're married to them. You're the brother or sister good friend that may have bad intentions good friend we say sometimes because we know them for so long but some people still are in your life to slow you down some people when you begin to do what you do here they are calling you like, wait a second you're calling me down to the minute you knew I was getting ready to go live they start sending you text messages <laughs> pictures videos like, don't you know I'm about to do something you're about to go into a bodybuilding competition the next day. They want to invite you out to go to an all-you-can-eat restaurant. What are you, crazy? <laughs> you got a photo shoot the next day, and they try to bring you this big cake that you can eat and get pimples on your face the next day. It's obvious. And they, they actually add nothing to you. You see, we have a lot of people who have gifts, who are chosen, who are still insecure. We're still not sure-footed in what we must do. And we fall into the trap of leaning on people of a bad bloodline that want us to lean on them because they can control our success. And they can keep us from reaching that success. But we don't know that they are wolf in sheep's clothing. And so they monitor us and they'll even allow us a little freedom to feel success so that we can attribute that success to them. That yes, you stood with me. You're in my corner. You've ride, you're ride or die with me. But they're only waiting for the opportune time to put that noose around your neck, to put that bullet symbolically in your head, to put that poison symbolically in your food and sometimes literally put poison in your food. You have to operate independent of these people because you can't have them holding any important station in your life. If they do, trick them. Slowly learn from them whatever good they bring to you, which is the good they bring to you is toxic. But whatever you need them for or you think you need them for, you need to be doing this stuff for yourself. You need to be cooking for yourself, cleaning your own clothes for yourself, encouraging yourself, meditating yourself, going out and doing different things that you want to do. Even if you don't know that you want to do it, go somewhere where something is happening. Grab a corner, observe the people, see who has good energy, see why you're there. Listen to that inner voice. It's the same way I was speaking the other day, right? And I was speaking about the time when this was, uh, I, I remember dates real good. This was around 1980 in New York City when I lived there, right? And on this day, as with many days, even from a young teenager, young teenager, even before I was a teenager, 12 years old, 13, I would go by myself and it may appear that I was wandering, but I wasn't. I was listening to my spiritual GPS system. I wanted to keep the noise away from me. And I don't mean just noise of a car horn honking or an ambulance. That didn't bother me because I would tune that out. 
But the noise that these wayward individuals from these bloodlines would bring. Now at that time of my life, I didn't understand that that's what it was. But I would go on feel. Like I always say, if you go to a shoe store and you're to wear a size, a size 12 shoe and it's too tight, I don't care how much the box has 12 on it. It's too tight. Might be a European cut, different cut type of shoe. They made it it's off a little bit. It might say size 13. But because I wear size 12, am I going to say, let me not try the shoe on. Let me try that one on. And if it fits right, I'll roll with that. And it's size 13. So you have to be intuitive with how you move about through your day. You can make plans, but you also have to be intuitive enough to say, you know what? When you feel this feeling, like I used to feel when I was younger and even now, and I kind of got away from that, I'll admit, not all the way, but I would like, kind of, eh, I'm not going to listen to that. And I'm not going to say it was always a car accident or something disastrous, but the day didn't work out right and I wasn't as productive. But whenever, whenever now, as I did before, listen to my spiritual GPS system and that inner voice that would guide me, but I had to be in a state of not being distracted by the outside world. You see, that's the key. So back then, and this, it wasn't just 17 years old, it was years after, every year of my, of my life, but when there was extreme confusion in my life that was brought to me through one of the negative bloodlines that were trying to attach themselves to me, it blurred my ability to download and, and, and have the spiritual GPS system going on, you see. So I, I'm just remembering this particular incident, right? Not an incident, but a day. Walking around Manhattan. I was also getting ready for a bodybuilding competition. So I was zoned anyway. Had my workout for the day. I think it was a Saturday, right? And it was in the morning. I found myself out in Manhattan like 9, 10 o'clock in the morning. Beautiful in those days to go out there then. So I had these, this pair of headphones before Sony Walkman came out. They had these Japanese brands that were really good and powerful too. Had a gazillion buttons on it. So I'm walking around and I didn't have a cassette tape in there. I had the radio playing. And I remember the song that was playing of Fran Jolie. Gonna get, gonna get over you, over you. Gonna get, gonna get over you, but tomorrow I know I'll get over you. Tell me if you remember that song. The uncanny thing about this, I was so zoned. My spiritual GPS was on my shoulder talking to me. And as I walked through Manhattan, I had a desire to go to a particular restaurant, but something said, no, turn left. Walk a few blocks and we'll see what we find. And I listened to it. I said, let me try this out. And I turned left and walked down about three or four blocks. And something said, turn right now. Go down until you see what you might like. And I walked down and I saw this restaurant. I forgot what it was. I forgot what kind of food it was. But it was better for me and fit me more than what I was going to that I knew already. So I went into this new restaurant and looked at the menu. I was like, man, everything on the menu I want to eat. I'm going to have to keep coming back here several times. Let's see how the food tastes. The food tasted good. The waitresses were pretty and they were so friendly. I think I got one of their phone numbers too. This was a long time ago. She was about six years older than me, but I had a, I had a nice body. I was 17 years old. I tricked her, but I didn't trick. I told her, I said, listen, I'm 17. She's like, listen, if you don't tell, I won't tell. I'll never forget that day. But when I switched over the radio stations to another radio station, that same song kept coming on. But tomorrow I know I'll get over you. And something about five times. One time, one time I caught it in the middle. One time another song was in it and that song came on. What, what is the universe trying to tell me? It was letting me know that I was in tune. I was in tune to a frequency. I was in tune to what I should be doing, which was listening to that inner voice, which will always protect, protect you from those toxic bloodlines that look to rob your life force. 
It's a beautiful thing. It's like having security with you. It's like having a spiritual parent who can see everything around you and tell you, stay away from that and move toward that. And when you have that, when others who are of bad energy find themselves in your territory, when you arrive, they know they have to run. They know what their mission is. And when you know what they are, you don't hesitate to clean house as they run because they know they have no legal right to invade your space or even to come at you. But when you don't know this, here they come slinking up, dropping their seeds of doubt, dropping their seeds of negativity, dropping their seeds of gossip, all this stuff that's designed to take you away from producing what you need to produce on this day. On this day, as opposed to sitting around and making projections. Oh, one day I'm going to do this. And one day, and one day when I have money. one You need dead manifestations of life force to activate the life force that you have with you in abundance right now. Then you're already dead. You're already defeated. One day, this is the one day that most spoke about years ago. Today is the one day that many projected weeks, months, years ago, decades ago. We don't have days to throw around. That's like saying that the money in your pocket, well, this dollar or this CD, uh, this is not designated for the bigger thing. Let me throw it away. But of course, you need rest now. You have to have days of rest. You can't be a mighty dynamo always doing something every single day. I think I am sometime. <laughs> Sometimes, but even that can be used to come against me and make my downfall. But it's a beautiful thing when you know what's around you. When you know exactly where the snakes are. Even when they look like nice little puppies or nice little kittens, but they're snakes. You ain't going to pet that kitten. That's really a snake. It looks like a kitten to you. But you'll find out that you're going to get bitten. And sometimes they won't bite you right away to fool you. Well, they never bit me before. (laughs) (laughs) but you're sharing every intimate detail of of your life that they can use against you. Once they feel they know you, once they feel they're comfortable with you, now I can make my moves to interject my negative seed into their mind to disrupt them and stop them from producing daily because I hate it. I can't create nothing, but they can create something. Every syllable out of their mouth is something sweet to the masses that they can use. And I want that status, but I don't want to work for it. And even if I could work for it, I know I don't have that gift. Damn. I don't want to be you, buddy. I don't want to be you. I'm sorry. Bloodlines. Bad energy. You can't do anything with that. You can't. Negative momentum. I have a lot of things from which to draw from. Past victories. But now these victories are things oftentimes that you don't see. In the spirit. The victory of listening to my inner GPS system. And I can tell what you are just by locking eyes with you and partially down downloading your spirit. And just like that dog, where there are groups of dogs in the field, male dogs, and there's one female dog in heat, and each one of those dogs are taking turns on that one dog. There's another dog that comes along that doesn't know which one is the male or which one is the female, and they go to sniff. What's up under the tail of the dog next to them. And quickly they realize that it's not a female. So (laughs) they don't want to even inhale the rest of it. See? So when I see and I'm around these types of people, I say, oh, look at that one. Not the physical look because they can look nice and smile and say the nicest words. But you catch a feel. And you're like, no way. That's what experience teaches you. But when you're younger, you don't know. You're fooled by the outside stuff. You're fooled by the nice words. And there's nothing wrong with that because you learn. But hopefully you do. 
But so many of the people with bad bloodlines and bad energy have locked you down and arrested you. And you wonder why you can't get anything done. You know, you have a powerful engine under the hood of your vehicle, your car, your truck. But you're on bad ground. It rained real bad and now you're in the mud. And if you have rear wheel drive where the only wheels are, that are turning are the ones in the back. And you in a pickup truck where there's no weight on it. But it's mud and water. And when you push the pedal to turn those wheels, there's nothing of track that it can get traction on. That's solid. So it spins. And when it spins, it digs out more mud and sinks more into the mud. And you push it more thinking if I give it more force. That it's going to get me up out of this mud hole. And you're digging a hole to sink you more. That's how it is with people with bad energy coming from a bad bloodline. You will try hard to muscle it because of your own strength mentally and physically. But you find yourself exhausted because they're digging a hole for you. You've re reformatted yourself. You've redirected your energy with the wrong people and those investments never give you a return. But in your mind, you think you will get a return. And they will act as though they're encouraging you, but they're feeding you something different and you never get anywhere where you want to go. So that's what happens. And until you realize it, that power that you have under the hood you know it, you feel it, you know you can ascend, you know you can fly high. But it never happens. Why? Because you got this badass energy around you. These so-called friends that are not for, I'm not saying all your friends, but just these one or two or a whole lot. Your neighbors. There's a reason why we build walls. <laughs> People say, knock the walls down and let's all live together as one. No, not with no bad energy people that show no progress in their life and have no desire for progress in their life. And I'm not talking about progress in the man-made, engineered world, but a deeper level of ascension spiritually to know that we're more than just our bodies. We're more than just the physical things that we have. I want to be better next year than I am now. I want to be better tomorrow than I am today. So I have to pursue the thoughts and the practices and seeking out the truth. There are nuggets of truth everywhere, but if you're not able to see it, what good is it? Anybody can say they're seeking truth and not even seeking it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Anybody can tell you anything. So I can say, oh, I'm going out tonight. Where are you going? It's one o'clock in the morning. Eh, I just want to get some air. I want to get out of the house. They might be a crackhead looking to go cop some crack. And you believe in them on that. Stop believing people when they say stuff from these bad energies and bad bloodlines. They'll paint a picture of any and you'll go along with it and defend them. <laughs> against somebody who can see what they are. How dare you? No. You can say, listen, I saw them coming out the crack house. And they'll tell you, well, they probably went in there to use the restroom. They will come up with every single excuse to defend the one who is a Decepticon. Then you who have your third eye, your spiritual eye, your gift of discernment on full blast. That means you're down with them. So don't even try to even convince anybody else of what you see. That's another thing. Let's stop trying to convince people of what we see. Let's know it. Keep it to ourselves. And keep it moving. You will have that rare person who you can open up with because they'll see it too. And you don't even have to go deep on it. Oh, you see that, right? Yeah, I see it. Mm -hmm. You know what to do. Yeah, I know what to do. <laughs> you will be given people. People will be given to you, rather. That confirm what you see. And they don't even have to know you that long. They're just on that level. Whatever they went through in their life, they know. They've embraced it, and we know it so well. Like I say, all the time, take a lawyer. Let's just take two lawyers that go to court and defend you. You got one lawyer who's a young lawyer, 
just graduated with high honor. But every time he does a court case, because he's a new lawyer, he usually keeps lots of his books of law to remind him of what he already knows in the car before he does an appearance at that case. Then you have that gritty, proven, veteran, wily old veteran of a lawyer who's been at it for so many decades, who knows all the tricks of the trade. His books are home catching dust because he's been doing this for so long that he doesn't need to bring any books. You know why? He studied the book so much that he became the book. He is the book of law. So when he comes in the court, 30 seconds left before he has to stand in front of the judge, the judge knows him. The judge knows him for being a good lawyer. And that other young lawyer who's confident but still a little insecure when standing next to that veteran, he knows he better be on top, P's and Q's. And when the court has a break, he runs back out to the parking lot to his car and looks through and sees if he's correcting his next attempt to win the case. More and more that I live, I trust in the fact that I've absorbed everything from the various books of experience in my life. And this is what you must do also. Trust in what you have experience in. When you see it again, you know it. You don't have to doubt yourself. You don't need any confirmation from anybody because you know what you know what you know. And it's a beautiful thing because you don't need anything else other than yourself. Watch it with the bloodlines. Watch it with the bad energy. Understand that everybody is not a bestseller. Sometimes they will say that they are a bestseller of a book. But you realize they have pages ripped out of that book. Pages that never existed in that book. Pages in that book that looks completed, but they're chapters that were never even created. And they're deficient and what they need and they're passing themselves off as being something full and complete and you embrace it and it's an incomplete book that doesn't serve you well at all we have to understand this in this life because every day that we have is a precious day to make progress to dig deeper to cleanse ourselves of the muck and mire that we accumulate in this world. No matter what it is, you know when it's bad. You know when it's something reduced and lowered. And you want to make it where every day that you live, you move closer and closer to an ascension that can't even hold you physically in this world. We all must transition. We all have to. We have no choice. But what state will you find yourself in at the time of transition? If you have lower vibrations or if you're bad energy, do you think you're going to a good place when you're like a pig in the mud who prefers to stay in the mud, seeking nothing of truth? Seeking nothing of ascension, but you're happy to be the lowest of low. And when you do try to raise yourself up, you do it in the wrong system. The man-made engineered system, the carnal system, that thing that is so temporary and will never last. Like I always say, principles will never die, but fads and foolishness go quick they never live but true principle and truth will never die thank you so much for listening I have so much more to say but we'll keep it under this time limit and I'll be back tomorrow every day I'll sit down for an hour and we'll discuss certain things and it's a beautiful thing to be in that zone and I have to say that 
I've been gifted more and more with people who are in that righteous zone where they listen to the spiritual GPS and the conversations and exchanges are so wonderful. I don't have to run anyone down. You don't have to run anyone down. I hear people say, oh, you have to treat everybody right because you never know who you're going to need. Yeah, treat everybody right who treats you right. But the bad energy people, no, you don't need them. Do you want to eat a plate of food from people who has a house or lives in a house that's infested with roaches? You'll be eating that plate, picking through it, making sure that this plate doesn't have anything in it. Will you go if your house burns down to another person's house where they're known for selling crack and drugs and gunplay? You can't sleep there. So you don't need every single person. Our creator will provide us with what we need. We don't have to have any allegiance toward bad energy. If you think that you need some allegiance and connection to bad energy, you're insulting your creator directly in his face. You're insulting your creator. You're saying that I'm insecure with my connection to you. So I need to go and devalue myself and go to these people that have this bad bloodline and bad energy because creator, you're not enough. I would never do that because you know what? If you walk away from the natural system of the creator, what are you walking into? What level of unprotection? You know, you're not protected. You're not protected. You'll be unprotected. You need that? No, I need to be protected more because the more and more time goes on, this artificial construct called time goes on, the more things are flaring up. What does that tell you? You know, a clip was sent to me of that crane that dropped in Midtown Manhattan. And I found it funny that as it began to fall and the view, the perspective was several blocks away. It wasn't anywhere near close. But you can see it because these cranes are big on top of buildings. As soon as that crane began to fall, it didn't even hit the ground yet. But there were birds in front of that, probably a phone recording it, but whatever device was recording it, not right up in his face, but there were birds that were flying around. Like they can pick up on something that's happening that's not good. Nature is always this way. I'm quite sure you've seen the videos of the buffalo running or the elephants running or, or the bulls running right before there's an earthquake or a landslide. Before there's a tsunami, you see dogs breaking off their chains, running crazy, and it didn't happen yet. The birds flying around crazy, different animals seeking higher ground because of what's coming. So keep your eye on nature. Keep yourself connected to your spiritual GPS system. And when you do this, don't allow yourself to become distracted. Because right before calamity, here they come with the bad energy and bloodline trying to bring you into something that is not important, trying to bring you into something that is toxic, trying to bring you into something that's going to pull you down and make you throw your positivity away. So you can wallow in the mud with them and face doom because your positive energy is food to them. Cut it all out. This is the time to cut it all out. Anything that's not good for you, energy wise or anything, cut it out. Because it's not going to take you anywhere good. And not to be selfish, you have to say, see, you know your goodness. You know what you bring to the table. But you also have to say, what's in this for me? What benefit am I getting from sitting here and having a conversation with a person who can't think beyond the carnal? What good am I going to get? If this person is sending me porn all day and I'm supposed to, did you see what I sent you? Did you see what I sent you? And you want to keep me locked in suspended animation away from what I have to do for that day.
It ain't nothing good. Because at the end of the day, if you can't tell yourself what you accomplished, you wasted that day, which could have been crucial in the ultimate projects that are supposed to flow through you. So that being said, I enjoyed myself. This is like meditation for me. It doesn't take much to drop an hour a day and share my most inner thoughts, which may not be important to you. It may be something you can use. And if you can't use it and I'm not the best seller that you need, put me down and get the book that's good for you. That's what we have to do. I won't get mad. I won't get mad if I don't get a million hits on this. If I get a little 100, 150, 200 like I usually do, you know, I'm fine because that's the 200 that vibe with me. I don't care about 117,000 if it doesn't vibe back and forth. That's fine with me because I'm building up my platforms everywhere else. We evolve, but it never takes away the good that you did. That's the beauty of it. That's locked and loaded. That's already done. So anyway, like, share, and subscribe. Leave your comments. Share it if you wish. No problem. I'm on to the next one. I love you all. Lance Skirv out. Peace.